to another episode of Netflix and Actually Chill. I'm Amy Carney. And I am Johnny Hunt. So today, before we get into all of this, uh, you may have seen in the news all of the stuff that has happened over in America with George Floyd. I cannot begin to express how crazy this world is. Yeah, it's uh, it's unbelievable, Amy, really. I mean, I, I don't condone the looting, I don't condone criminal damage and stuff, but it's just, I mean, I, I watched the video and it's just, well, I'm, I'm not often lost for words, but it was just unbelievable, really, just so tragic. And they just, it's awful, just awful. I watched the video and I immediately felt so sick, but I just couldn't look away at the same time. I, I honestly feel like whether you're the biggest celebrity in the world with a huge platform or if you're, you know, someone like us with a small podcast, we need to be talking about these things because it matters so much. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, America always says itself is the uh, the land of the free, isn't it? And it's, um, it's by far from that, judging by what... I mean, it happens so much, Amy, as well. It just it keeps happening. These innocent black people, they get treated horrifically by the police and it's, it's got to stop, but I, I don't know how it's going to stop because when you've got people like Donald Trump in charge, I just don't see how it's going to end, if I'm honest. Yeah, and the thing is, I, I don't want to always be so political because this podcast is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be, you know, chatty. We, we have a laugh. We talk about what we've recently watched and stuff, but I can't turn a blind eye to stuff like this that is going on. I think we all need to be having these sorts of conversations, you know, YouTubers, podcasters, with their audiences, no matter how big or small, um, we need to spread the word and we need to do something about this because this is just, I've had enough of it. Yeah, so have I. And, uh, you know, and, and when you've got people like our mate Katie Hopkins, who her tweet made me so angry. I, I can't, you know, she's, I mean, hate's a very strong word for people like her, but um, she's, just, she's just vile. And uh, yeah, um, made me angry, her tweet. I saw, I saw your tweet too as well. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we won't repeat what I said, but it, it wasn't it wasn't the nicest thing in the world. But she's not a very nice person, so I, I don't understand how you can be like that. No, um, she's she's got a habit for it though, isn't she? She's just a not very nice person, and you know, and she people that follow her and believe what she says, which is a mystery to me. I don't understand how anyone could like her, but she spreads hate, and people who who like her and follow her, they they will believe what she says and. You know, she's got a platform. I mean, she's a celebrity in brackets. I say celebrity very, very loosely. But, she, you know, she's, she's got a platform and people believe her and people follow what she says. And some of the comments that under her tweet, the people, her supporters, are just vile. And I just don't understand how people can support what she says because she's just not a very nice person. It, it is extremely vile. And, that you know, it, there's one, it's one thing to go on to Twitter knowing you've got a large audience that are looking at your tweets and saying like things that are for it really. I mean, you know, just, just saying stuff about like how bad all of the black people in the community have been trashing all the cars and stuff, which, which yeah, is bad, but I understand why they're doing it. You know, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. you know, it's, it's one thing to be trash talking it as a movement, but then it's another thing to be a celebrity you know, like the Kylie Jenners of the world and who have so many people looking at their Instagram stories and stuff every single day and they're still promoting their makeup products and stuff like that and they're not saying anything. And I just think it's absurd. It's so, it's just out of order. I just can't wrap my head around it. 
yeah, I know. And uh, you know, racism is just—it's just a horrible thing. There's no need. To, we're, we're in the year 2020 now. And there's no need for racism. And I just—I can't get me around it. How anyone could go onto Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or any other social media and, and spout hatred for someone just because of the colour of their skin. I, I don't understand it. I, I just—it mystifies me. I don't—I don't get it. And you'd think, with everything going on with the coronavirus, you know, people would be treating people with kindness and stuff and that that isn't what's happening no no it's definitely not and and, and you've got you've got the president of the united states donald trump i mean i don't know if you've seen his tweet i know twitter have of um kind of stepped in for his tweet saying about when when the looting starts the shooting starts so basically he's gonna he's basically saying he's gonna shoot people that are looting and this isn't someone who's just a, a celebrity this is this is the president of the united states of america like, and he's just i don't understand how we can who, is, who are his advisors? Because surely someone's got to go, Donald, get off Twitter, mate, because you're, you're making yourself look like a right prize prat here. And I don't, you know, he tweets at three in the morning as well. It's not like he's tweeting during the day. He tweets like three in the morning. And it's just like, mate, get off Twitter. And you're, you're, you're the powerfulest man in the world. You should be on Twitter. Do you know what I mean? Ridiculous. And I mean, you compare him and his family in the White House to Barack Obama and Michelle Obama and, you know, such an incredible family with so much class. You just can't compare them at all. No, and uh, I, I, it's, it mystifies me again that, you know, how they can go from Barack Obama, someone who's got a bit of class about him, he's intelligent, he speaks well, he's a very impressive man, and Michelle Obama's amazing as well. How can you go from voting for Barack Obama, the first ever black president, to Donald Trump? I don't understand what he's doing. You know, and then the advice he gives out about the coronavirus, that drug that he, he takes, the anti-malaria drug that is not even, you know, been tested and it's, you know, it's linked to even more deaths. And he's just saying, yeah, I'm taking it. And it's like, are you trying to kill people? Because that's what essentially what you're doing. You're trying to kill people. And people who believe what you say will do that as well. And it's just like, you're literally killing people and you have no remorse. And, and I just, I don't understand it, Amy. I really don't. I, I just feel like it was an attack on the black community. You know, he mm. was he was arrested because someone phoned the police and said he has used a dodgy check or it, it was something to do with a check. You know, mm. okay, arrest him, investigate. He has he has a right as a human being to have a fair trial and he didn't get that and I just can't wrap my head around it just because of the colour of his skin. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's, you know, as I said earlier on, they called America the land of the free and, you know, the American dream and all that. And, you know, yeah, but it's an, it's, it's an American nightmare because it just keeps happening. And, uh, you know, how many more innocent black people are going to be treated to this unbelievable, horrific treatment? It's just, I don't understand it. I don't understand racism anyway, but it's, just, it's, it's got to stop. But I don't know how it's going to stop because we're saying you've got people like Donald Trump in charge who isn't even condoning what they've done isn't even you know he just says well if they're going to start looting i'm just going to start shooting and it's like what kind of message is that to anyone it's just ridiculous the power just went to their heads didn't it you could see it mm. in the clip if, if you've watched it at home you can see it yeah it's awful it's awful and um i mean i, I actually watched it twice because i couldn't actually quite believe what i was watching just awful awful mm. there are ways that you can support this movement you can go online and sign a petition which is what i did yesterday we have to do something about this as people we all have to come together we have to say look enough is enough is enough this has to stop and it does yeah it's it's important because otherwise this will carry on and on and on 
for years and years. And it's the same with yeah. gun violence out there as well. Oh yeah, gun violence as well. That's just a, another thing that I don't understand. You know, I mean, everyone everyone can have a gun in America. I don't, and I think it was one of the um, not sure what the agency's called in America. The gun, it's the AG, is it the AGR or something like that, isn't it? The, the gun people out there, and they they pretty much say, how how you stop a bad man with a gun is you, is you, you give a good man with a gun. And like, right, so you got two people with guns, and you know they they're, they're so powerful. Do you know what I mean? And they don't they don't want to change, and you know how many innocent people die every day in America for shooting? It's just, it is unbelievable. And I don't understand how they're going to stop it. But it's one of them things, isn't it, I suppose? But there are ways that we can stop this happening. We can share stuff on social media, write to the governments. We have, we have to, like, use our voice now. And yeah, I watched Miracle in Cell Number 7, and so did Johnny, and... We'll, we'll be getting into that in a second, but I couldn't believe how similar it was. You know, all, all of these films and series we're watching, sometimes it eerily matches up to things I'm reading about in the news. You know, George Floyd, he was wrongly killed for a crime he didn't commit. And this film, the, the main character is arrested because of something he didn't actually do. So I, I was just like, you know, like when you put two and two together and it's like, wow, okay, that's really Yeah. Weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird how, like, we, we, put, we, we put this film before this George Floyd incident happened. So it's like, we don't see into the future, people, but it's kind of weird how we put this film and then that's happened. It's kind of a, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, it was the same with the platform as well, wasn't it? And it was, mm-hmm. it was our very first episode and we just picked it randomly, to be honest. We said, right, we'll do that because this is trending, this is what everyone's talking about, let's do this one. And then I watched it and it was when all the COVID-19 and the lockdown stuff was kicking off and I was just sat there like, wow, you know, mm. life yeah, does so. imitate art. <laughs> yeah, know? it does, absolutely. It's crazy. Yeah. Absolutely, I totally agree, yeah. It's, um, it's weird how we pick these, these episodes, uh, these series and films and it kind of correlates to what's going on in the real, in the real world. It's very bizarre. I think we're very clever, Amy, to be honest. <laughs> this is the thing. You're probably sat there thinking, well, I've, you've probably planned all of this. Honestly, we haven't. We've just no. been using randomly, um, picking what's trending, picking what everyone's been discussing online. And then all of this stuff happens in the world. And we're just like, okay, that's yeah. really weird. Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah, it's very strange. So yeah, enough about all of that stuff. Um, I feel like I needed to get it off my chest because I'm still in complete and utter shock. But shall we jump into Miracle in Cell Number 7? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Let's crack on. Let's jump in. Um, just to let you guys know, my cat is on my bed, snoring her little head off, bless her. So you might hear some little cat snores. <laughs> you might not. Uh, I can't. I can't move her. When you're a cat owner, you understand. <laughs> yeah, I totally, I totally understand that one. <laughs> this is the thing. When you're not in a studio together, you have to record <laughs> in your room, and your cat is more than likely on your bed. So, Miracle in Cell Number Seven was directed by Mehmet Ada. Uh, it's not based on a true story, and. It is a Turkish adaptation of a South Korean original of the same name. Did you know that, Johnny? Or 
Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, I did, I, yeah, I did know that actually. Yeah, the original came out, and I think it was twenty thirteen. I think that might be right in saying. I think the original came out. Yeah, it's not based on a true story, but it's yeah, it's loosely based on the original in South Korea. Yeah. So we haven't really spoken too much about this film. Normally, we send like a little. Well, I, I did at the end, didn't I? I said, "Wow, that that really wasn't what I was expecting from this." Um, I knew it was going to be a tearjerker kind of film. Um, I don't really know why I thought that. I just looked at the cover photo and I thought, dad and daughter, it looks quite sad. <laughs> and the title sort of gave it away. Um, but no, it, it, it was a strange one. It, it, it wasn't really what I thought it was going to be. I, did you get that from it? Yeah, yeah, I did actually, yeah. I must admit, um, it, it, it was a good film, don't get me wrong. Um, you know, it was one of them films that I was watching it and my missus came in and she was like, is it any good? And I was like, it's all right. It's all, it was all right. It, it did get better towards, like, towards the middle and the end. It, it did get better. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a good film. I mean, um, the dad is called Mehmet Koyonshu. I think that's his name. Yeah. Memo. That, that, and his, yeah. his nickname is Mem Memo, Memo or something, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, he's got, um, he's got a cognitive disability isn't he where he's the same where he, he's mentally the same age as his daughter which is called Ova Ova is that a name OVA Ova in England we would pronounce it Ova but I, I think out there they pronounce it like Ova or something don't yeah, they yeah Ova Ova yes but um yeah he's accused of killing a, a commander's ch a commander's chief a commander's um daughter isn't he but it's all, all, all to do with a Heidi bag and I don't really understand what a Heidi bag is. And I still don't understand what a Heidi bag is. But um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a backpack, isn't it, that his daughter sees in the shop. Yeah, she wants it and the commander's daughter wants it as well. And she, she gets it and um, it kind of goes from there, doesn't it? See, this, this whole Heidi backpack thing, it really did remind me of being a little girl again. You know when something <laughs> comes on telly and you're like, Mom, I really need this, and you go on and on and on like for weeks, and it's sort of like a, you know, flash forward to Christmas, Jingle All the Way, yeah. my favourite Christmas film. I mean, this film couldn't be any more different to Jingle All the Way if it tried, because Jingle All the Way is, you know, absolutely hilarious. Um, it's about a dad that has to try and get this toy for his son because he keeps banging on about it. But anyway, mm. yeah, that. You know, it's it's strange, isn't it, when you sit and watch a film and you start laughing because you're thinking about another film. And I was like, yeah. why does she keep going on about this backpack? And surely it's going to, I don't know. Like, I sort of thought, oh, it was just like a little throwaway scene where she just wanted something. And then that backpack started it all, didn't it? It was like what kicked everything yeah. off, really. Yeah, yeah, and then. Um the commander's daughter gets it and then a couple of days later she's playing isn't she with her friends and then she bumps into Nemos and he follows her didn't he she or he, she starts mocking him or something like that and then he, he follows her doesn't he to a to a cliff and uh well basically she she falls off and slips and, and dies and Memos is accused of killing her which um he didn't do but the commander well wants him dead doesn't he and as soon as she started antagonizing him I thought this isn't going to end well because I could see him. He's he want he just wanted to please his daughter, didn't he? He loved his yeah. daughter so much, and I was like, "Oh no, he's going after the girl, and he's going to try and get this bag off of her." And he's already been in trouble once before because didn't he say, "Oh, I can give you"? He he said to the um, commander, didn't he? He was like, "Oh, 
um, but my daughter wants this bag more than anyone else. And he just yeah. gave him a slap, didn't he? Gave him a slap, yeah. But yeah, that, that scene where he instantly jumps off to try and help this little girl. I was like, oh my God, this scene is incredible, even though it's all in Turkish. And you, you, yeah. do, you do spend a majority of the time watching all the subtitles at the bottom, don't you? <laughs> that's that's yeah. the problem with the foreign films, because sometimes you feel like you can't completely absorb yourself into it because you're spending so much time just reading the stuff at the bottom of the screen. But yeah, that, that scene, I was just like, oh my God. Like the, the acting was really, really good. Yeah, I must admit that the, the actor who plays uh, Memos is, is very good in it, I must admit. To, um, to play someone who's got the mental age of a nine-year-old like his daughter, he, play, he played it very well, actually. And the, the, the scene where he's in the, in, the, in the sea or lake, wherever it is, and he's carrying his little girl's body, and the commander comes over and he obviously sees his daughter dead. It's incredible acting, to be fair. It was really kind of like, oh, no, you know what's going to happen here, don't you? It was incredible, really. You could sort of see it happening in slow-mo, couldn't you? Even when yeah. he, he was just following her with this bag, and I was thinking, oh, no. Apparently, this, this film is doing the rounds on Twitter and stuff, and everyone is saying how, how much they've cried watching this film. And I, I can see that, because towards the end, I did have a little bit of a tear. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Yeah, I mean, it took me by surprise, actually, I must admit. But yeah, because um, there, there was an army deserter, wasn't there? And Ova saw him and, and was convinced, and was obsessed to try and find him to prove her dad's innocence, basically. The commander, doesn't, he's not interested in the army deserter. He, he wants Memos dead, he believes he's, ki he's killed his daughter. And he shoots him in the head. And then he basically comes up with a story that the deserter basically um, tried to escape, which is not true. And yeah, and he sentenced Memos to be hung. And we all think it's going to be hung. That scene, when it's that, no. see that person being hung. No, like, that scene yeah. was so dramatic. And I was sat there, like, pretty much in tears. Like, oh, my God, this poor little girl. Because at, at the start, if we, if we rewind a bit, she lives with her dad, obviously, yeah. um, and her great-grandmother, I think it is. Yeah, that's isn't it, yeah. it? And she says to both of them, but what happens if you both leave me? Or it was something like that, wasn't it? Yeah. And they were yeah. both like, oh, we're, we're never going to leave you. And, and then the great grandmother dies. And obviously he's in the uh, cell waiting on death row. And I was just like, oh, no. As, as soon as she said, but what happens if I'm alone? And what happens when you yeah. both leave me? And I was thinking, oh, no, this is going to be one of those films. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And yeah, because um, in prison, Memos is, is beaten up really badly. He's like, beaten to death, isn't he? Because all the, all the people in the prison, they think he's a child killer. And it's not till a little bit later on, they kind of figure out that he's got this mental disability, this whatever it, cognitive disability, whatever it is. And they, well, they, they start warming to him. And I think one of the, one of the uh, prisoners, they sneak Ovar in, don't they? When, when the grandmother sees that Ovar has gone, she has a, was it a panic attack when she died, wasn't it? Was it a panic attack or something? I don't know if she died, but I can't remember if it was a panic attack or not. It was, like, it was something like that. Didn't she have a heart attack? Heart attack. It could be a heart attack, actually. Yeah, yeah panic attack, heart attack. Yeah, I think it was something like that. Yeah, even though it was in a different language, you, you really felt for them, didn't you? And Yeah. It was like, oh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, so all the prisoners think that, well, they, they kind of warm to Memos in the end, and they kind of go, this isn't fair. This isn't fair that he's, he's, uh, he's in prison for a crime he didn't commit. And they, they sneak Ovar in, so they, they're kind of reunited. 
And it's, it, it's a really heartwarming film, actually, I must admit. And then but towards the middle and the end, I was like, this is actually quite a good film, you know. I'm actually quite enjoying this. Definitely, because at, at the start, you don't really know what to make of this film, do you? Because no. it's not like one of those ones where it, it goes straight into what is going to happen. It sort of had that build-up, didn't it? And it was a bit mm. slow at first. And then all the stuff with the backpack, and I was thinking, right, this is where it starts getting into it a bit more but there's a I, can't, I, can't, I won't pronounce the geezer's name but the, the other way he's like a mafia boss isn't he or an ex-mafia sort of person type thing and he's in prison but he's, he lost his daughter didn't he at some point and he feels like it's his fault so uh, when Memos is sent to be hung he, he kind of a plan doesn't he to swap places which is incredible, incredible. I, I didn't see that coming to be honest I didn't see it coming at all no I didn't either and I, I actually sat there and went <gasps> like when, when I realised that they'd swapped because I, I genuinely thought that the dad had been sentenced to death yeah because he, he's, his daughter he lost his daughter and um, he feels that his life is, le- is of less, less value and if Ova doesn't have her dad of course her grandmother's died she'll she have no one so he kind of goes well you know I'm at an age now where I don't mind dying because I've lost my daughter and very heartwarming and when they when they swap places it was like what a hero what a guy yeah what a sacrifice can we talk about that scene where over is in the cell and she's asking all of the prisoners oh um yeah what, what's your what, illness yeah what's your illness and and they're all saying things like oh um oh what what were the best ones i can't remember now it, it, oh, was, it was all to do with like angels and and things yeah, like angels. That. Yeah. Yeah. I met, yeah. One of them was like, I made a lot of people angels or something like that, wasn't it? <laughs> See, I, I don't think that was supposed to make me laugh, but it did. Yeah. That, that one scene where um, the, the guard comes in and he goes, where is over? He's over here. And you go, and Memos is like, yeah. And he puts it under the bed. Cause he's, he's only like, he's got the mental disability of, of a nine year old, isn't he? So he, he, he thinks it's all a game. You know, he, he looks under the bed and there's, there's over, over kind of hiding. And it's kind of, like, oh, and you can see all the prisoners going, oh, no. The, the bit that made me really tear up, though, was when um, I think it was like one of their final, I say that with inverted commas, uh, meetups before the hanging thing. And he was like, over, over. And he was like hugging her and stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, because I thought he knows. He knows he's going to die. And this is the last time he's seen her. Even though you couldn't, like, obviously, you have the subtitles, but you know what? It was kind of one of them moments. You didn't even need subtitles. Cause it was one of them moments. You're like, as you say, it's intense. You're like, oh my god, this is like. And I just didn't see. I, I didn't see this film going that way. I know there would be some sort of obviously, the name Miracle in Cell Seven. You know, there'd be something to do with prison and things like that. But I was not expecting for it to for it to take a turn like that. Yeah, it it did a complete U-turn, didn't it? And the scene at the end where um, I think the officers pull up and they're but because they cut that scene in two, didn't they? So it, it made it look like they were telling her that he died when actually mm. they brought him in the, the van, hadn't they? And he ducked his yeah. little head round the corner. And I was like, oh, my God. How, how, how I can describe it, it sounds really silly. You know, <laughs> you, know, Homeward, you, know, you, know Homeward, you know Homeward Bound? You know when Shadow comes, he's the last dog and he needs to come back. The, the owner's like, oh, he's too old. Oh, he's too old. And then, like... He's limping up the hill, doesn't he? And he goes, oh, what was the little boy's name? Was it Charlie? Oh, I think so. What his name was. And he's like, oh, Charlie, I've, I've missed you. And it's like, 
oh my god <laughs> that's, that's how it felt it felt like it was homeward bound all over again over was so cute though yeah, she's a incredible actress, actually. I mean, I don't know who, who plays her. I mean, I must admit, I didn't look much into the, the actors and actresses in it because, you know, because we'll, we'll probably never see him again because it's one of them films that, you, you know, they're probably massive in Turkey. Don't you? Well, they're probably absolutely massive, but, you know, they, they probably are, aren't they? They, they probably are. They're, they're probably yeah. like, the, the, you know, the person who plays Memos is probably like the, the equivalent to, I don't know, Brad Pitt or Tom Hardy in Turkey. He's probably the biggest thing ever over there, but we don't really know who he is over here, do we? <laughs> He's like the Turkish George Clooney or Brad Pitt. He is. He is. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, we, we, you know, if if you are if you are in Turkey and you listen to this, you go, you don't know who he is. Oh, call yourself a critic, and we're like, well, I don't know who he is. Never heard of him. Yeah, they'd be like running up to him in the streets. I feel like we're taking the mick now a bit, but no, <laughs> it's just our sense of humour, isn't it, really, Johnny? It is. Yeah. No, because you know we're by far taking the, not taking the mickey at all, but. Now, when you have films in different countries, you know, we, we, you know, we haven't heard of the actors who are in this. So, you know, they could be massive where they are. I mean, I don't really watch Bollywood films that much, but when I have done, I've always assumed, oh, they must be massive out there. Yeah, exactly. It's like, um, who's the fella who, he, unfortunately, he passed away, didn't he, a couple of weeks ago? Erfan Khan, he was in Jurassic Park, wasn't he? And um, Slumdog yeah. Millionaire and um, what else is he in? He's another one, wasn't he? Uh, they're all films, the ones he was in yeah and um Bluff of pie was in that as well oh yeah um yeah, yeah. and you know we've heard of them, them films yeah and then they're, they're massive like hollywood films but you know if you go over to, to bollywood where he's mainly got his name from he's absolutely massive over there and we only know three four of his films that he's done but in bollywood they'll they'll tell you that he's done 50 60 films that are even better than the ones we know of him in it, it is really interesting though isn't it watching things in a foreign language I mean I've I've always said to people oh I'm watching this and the, and they've always said to me oh do you know what I, I couldn't be bothered to to watch that because and I just think hang on a minute people in other countries have had to watch our films for years and years and years it's the least we could do do you know what I mean as you know film buffs and Netflix fanatics to watch something from from other countries and yeah, I totally agree. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I've I've watched various um, things on Netflix that are from different countries, like um, like Dark, which is in German. That's brilliant. You had Borderline. I mean, that's in Swedish. There's a few. There's some really good foreign uh, series on Netflix. And you know, if you get if you get past the subtitles and stuff like that, I mean, well, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about it in a later episode. Like Money Heist, for instance. It's not in it's dubbed in English, but it's 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 that good. They don't even pay any attention to the fact that their mouths are moving differently. No. It's that good. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, most of the stuff I've watched recently has been, I've had to put subtitles on, or I just think that's the way the world is going. And I, I think that's really good. You know, British audiences and American audiences are now broadening their um, horizons a bit more. And with this year's Oscars, I tend to watch all of the films that are nominated for like the best film category and, and all that sort of thing. Um, I watched all of them and I watched Parasite, which did win best picture. And it was in, um, I think it's Korean. And um, I remember sitting there in the cinema watching it and they're all speaking, you know, their language and I, I'm just reading the subtitles and stuff. But honestly, out of all the films that were nominated and they were all amazing to be fair 
I mean, they were up against 1917, which I've said before is absolutely incredible. You know, this film was definitely the best, even though it was in a different language, because I was completely sucked into it. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't seen Parasite, but I've, seen a, I've heard a lot of people say how good it is. Well, they're that good that you kind of go, wow, I didn't even notice that it's not in English. I think we can both agree that the miracle in cell number seven was definitely that man who chose to swap with the dad. I, th I think that's yeah. because, because when you put it on, you're sort of thinking to yourself, well, what is the miracle in cell number seven then? I, I, I mean, I don't often get teary to that sort of thing, but I was like, wow, that is, that's amazing. You know, he's willing to risk his own life. So what would you rate it out of five? Um, do you know what? I'm, I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a four, I think. I'm going to give it a four. Yeah, it, it was very good. I, I really enjoyed it. It was very touching and heartwarming. You know, for a film that's not in English, not even dubbed in English, you've got to literally read the subtitles. And I'm not going to lie, when it first started, because I, I swear the trailer was in English. I swear, I see, I swear I've seen a trailer where it's dubbed in English. I was thinking, all right, it's in Turkish, but it's in English, if you know what I mean. So mm. and I, when it first started and it wasn't in English, I was thinking, I'm not going to enjoy this. And that, that, that was my first thought. That was my first thought, thinking, oh, this is going to be hard to watch because, you know, I don't mind saying it's in a different language, but if it's dubbed in English, I can, I can handle it. But um, it kind of changed, you know, it was very good. I, I really enjoyed it. But um, yeah, I'm going to give it a four. I think, that's, I think that's a fair score for it. What about you? Yeah, I think a four as well. I did really enjoy it for what it was. I, I sort of looked at how long it was before I put it on. And I, I, I tend to do that sometimes. I, I think, oh, well, how long have I got to watch it? And I, and I looked and it said something like two hours. And I thought, oh, God. That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> so yeah. I thought, oh, I hope it's good. Because sometimes the timing of a film, it, it does put you off a bit, doesn't it? And you're thinking, oh, because you have to invest so much time into it. Yeah, as you say, with, with the time length of the film, you know, when it first started, and I was, and I was like, I'm not sure I'm going to enjoy this, but because you're doing this podcast, I, mean, I, can't, I can't not watch it, because otherwise I'll be like, <laughs> I didn't watch it. And it kind of ruined the whole thing, didn't it? But it's one of them things, isn't it? As we're, you know, reviewing films and, and series and things, you know, you've got, you've got to watch them, because otherwise you've got, you can't have a, you can't really talk about it, can you? And when it first started, the first, you know, probably the 20, 25 minutes to half hour, I was thinking, oh, I don't know about this. I was like, <laughs> Boy, it's going to be hard to talk about, because I'm like, I, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy this. I'm like, but as it went on, I was like, you know what, it's all right. But yeah, two hours is for a film that you're not, you're like, oh, I don't know. But I'm glad I watched it. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it, it changed my tune, must admit. For a film that you're not too sure about, it's a bit daunting, isn't it? When you look at that two hour mark and you think, oh my God. But no, I'm, yeah. I'm glad I gave it a chance. I'm glad we, we did it, Johnny. We did it. <laughs> we did, actually, yes, we did. Yeah, absolutely. We watched a foreign film, not in dubbed in English. And I, I would recommend it. I mean, it is a, it is a good film, I must admit. And, uh, you know, would I watch it again? I don't know. I, I, I might watch it again. It's not, a, it's not a film I would not watch again. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's all right. Um, give it a watch. It's, 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 it's good. It made you cry. You know, it didn't, it didn't make me cry personally. But I can see why people would make, I can see why people would find it very heartwarming and, and shed a tear because it is that sort of film. The problem I have with Netflix though is I always think, oh, I'll watch that again soon um, because I really enjoyed it. And then something else comes out and I'm like, oh, wow, I need to watch that. No, I, I, I really liked it actually. I liked it more than what I thought I would, if that makes sense. Yeah, it beat my expectations, I must admit. It was a very good, it was a good film, a good film. Yeah, so if you follow us on Instagram at Netflix and actually chill, 
and on Twitter at actually underscore chill. You can let us know what you thought of this film. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Did you love it? Did you hate it? Yeah, let, let us know what you thought. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It'll be interesting to know what people think because I mean, there'll be a lot of people who will go, oh, I just couldn't get into it because it's in, in a different language and I can't, I don't like, I, you know, because a, a, a lot of people are like that and I don't, you know, it's everyone's preference, isn't it? Please, if you can, go on to social media, support the George Floyd movement and the Black Lives Matter movement. I think it's something that we all need to be talking about. Be kind, that's what you've got to do and stop being racist and don't, and don't be like Katie Hopkins, really. That's, uh, that's what I've got to say on that matter, really. <laughs> <laughs> and definitely don't be like Katie Hopkins. <laughs> definitely not. Definitely, definitely not. So, uh, what, what are we watching next, Amy? What's, what's uh, Hollywood, isn't it next? Yeah, I, I can't. I can't go into it too much because I'm so excited to talk about it, and I need to. I need to uh, reel myself in a bit, otherwise I'm going <laughs> to ruin next week's episode, and we won't have anything yes. to talk about. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Have a great week, everyone. Please go and support the George Floyd movement. Follow us on social media, we'd love you for it. And go and watch Hollywood before next week. <laughs>